Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Listen, mister. (laughs) Rick Schaefer on Morning Mayhem is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll ever need to make your family's grocery needs. Hey, Rick, what's up, buddy? All right. Turn, okay, there we go. The all right. Right. There. All the right <laughs> hey, before we say anything else, I'm listen, I always listen to the last few minutes here. If you're yes. Previous, so I know what you're talking about. Yes. How do you meet somebody at a Sonic drive-in? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in your car, they're in their car. Well, what do you do? You, Look you, over and say, hey, you, you want to come over and sit in my you, seat you, or what? That's exa- you get out. You make your move. As yeah. the, as we say in the day, you make your and listen, Rick. Some yeah. of us had more confidence than others when it came to girls. I, Roger, I didn't I have. I, I, I listen. I'm with you. I didn't have any game in high school. Yeah. I, I didn't have that. You know, some guys. Roger, you were probably a talker at the time. You were probably smooth with the ladies back in. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. I, I stayed home. But you, but I never you, had anybody ask me out. Sadie <laughs> Hawkins. There, there is, there is, Rick, a art to it. Uh, and and uh, and some guys are better than others, but that's that's where it gives you the chance, Rick. When you're with a group of students, that's where you have the, you could sort of accidentally, hey, what's going on? I'm David or whatever, at a Sonic as opposed to being out one on one somewhere where you feel a little bit more intimidated to do it. But I, I guarantee you, that's not the first time there's been a marriage happen as a result of Sonic. Yeah, little yeah. did you know, or a Rick. Child bearer. <laughs> little did I know. That's yes, right. yes. Well, I think some Sonics even have a, a couple. I'm trying to remember the ones in Hot Springs, but uh, uh, I know I think the one in on Reynolds Road in Bryant. And uh, the the one going down five in Benton, I think there used to be like a little a, a bench or two you could even sit there uh, and yeah, and there's some like that. Okay, yeah. Now, yeah. Okay, I do spots for Tacos for Life. That's an indoor place. Should I encourage singles to go hang out? Sure. At tacos for Life. Sure. Is that a good deal? You betcha. Uh, absolutely. Listen, it uh, you know people don't have to go to bars and nightclubs to meet people. No. You go go to grocery no. stores or restaurants and yeah. things like that. Todd even picks up chicks. A gas, in station. gas station parking lot. <laughs> Edwards Food Giant. Edwards right? Food. Listen, there, right? I'm gonna tell you. I think Rick. I think okay. uh, grocery stores are Raj. One of the top places to meet people. That's where I met my wife. Yeah, if you, it could be because really? because you, you're, you're you're disarmed to a certain degree. You're just looking at the cucumbers and the the lettuce and the different things. Especially and, the protein. What? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm the, out of and, this and conversation. Just, but yeah. Absolutely. Because you're you second Did you say does this, does this look like a good piece of steak here? Or excuse me, ma'am. That's what, what you do. What do you put in? You excuse know. Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. You're a lady <laughs> well, and obviously no. cook. It happens in Hallmark movies sometimes. There, there you go. That's right. That's uh, right. Rick, you know, I, I, we're waiting for Justin to jump on Woods. Kate, would you wake up, Justin? Just go up there and throw something. Just hit him up with a pillar or something. <laughs> uh, listen, Rick, did you get a chance to watch uh, any of the SEC uh, documentary last no, night? No, I, I didn't watch it. I lived through it, so I well, that's what I, most of it. It's, I, it's but, so good. It's, it, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't take a lot of time, Rick, because they, they, they cover so many different yes. topics. The Dale Brown era at LSU and right. uh, Tubby at Kentucky and, and um, uh, who's got uh, Florida, did you mention Kruger? Kruger. Kruger. Yeah, and then Pat Summit. But they spent time on, uh, on Nolan and Talked about sure. him growing up, you know, in a segregated city in El Paso, and what he didn't, and what he, what what he wasn't able to do, all the things he couldn't do because of the color of his skin, and, right. and you know how he didn't have a chip on his sh- shoulder; he had a mountain. Uh, but you it was. Know, you know, and let me let me back up just a second. Let me ask this: I can't remember. Was he even 
on the team at Texas Western that no. beat Kentucky? He, he was he, not. No, he was okay. a senior before that group came in. Okay. But it's interesting, he had in his office a team picture of his team at UTEP. And he was the only black player in it. On it, Is that how, right? how about that? Wow! So, wow. so, so to beat Kentucky, so it, may, it makes sense for him to come in. You know what? Listen, if I was him, I'd have that same kind of chip, and it, it carried it. And he used sure. that chip, I think, for motivation, oh, yeah. even when it when, when it wasn't needed Use at times. Use it for good. But what was great, Rick, were how how when the when the league when Arkansas came into the league, Todd Day, I think it was either Todd, I think it was Todd that mentioned. I mean, our fans knew we were good. We were good already. Yeah. You know, we, we had confidence rolling in, and so that first year they go to Rupp and beat Kentucky by 17, which is the largest point margin of victory in that series on the road, second to what happened – first to what happened this year with 15. But how they went in there and just blew them out that game. Did blow them out. That was the game where uh, Rick Pitino, to welcome Arkansas to the league, wore cowboy boots because he knew that uh, Nolan wore cowboy Pitino, boots. Not Tubby. And at halftime he took yeah, his Pitino. cowboy boots off. Uh, yeah, because Arkansas was leading, and and that was that was a game where Oliver Miller looked like a quarterback. Yeah, he'd get a rebound and he'd throw it down the court. Todd Day had dunk it. You know that was uh, it, it was pretty amazing. It it, so. it it reminded us too watching that how good the triplets were. That new triplets, the, those three. Yeah. Of course, you know they also one of the games they showed was the was the SEC tournament where we lost to Alabama yeah. on the last second shot. And there were six first round draft choices. Yes. You know you had Latrell Sprewell, Robert yeah. Ory, and Antonio McDice, uh, I think his name was, and then you had Lee Lee Mayberry, Todd Day, and Oliver Miller. So just a yeah. really talented team. And just we were able to, you know, and the other thing, Rick, they talked about, and you were there, the Kentucky fans and everybody that were so used to dominating that SEC yep. tournament with fans all of a sudden, you know, another sheriff's in town, you know, yep. was very loud. That was the 90, that would be the 92 tournament. It was at Birmingham, and uh, Vanderbilt was playing Kentucky, and when Arkansas had, was going to play the next game. And when Arkansas's team got there, there was this loud hog call. I, you know, it, it in fact, I just got a chill thinking about it right now because <clears throat> nobody had ever experienced that. It was all Kentucky, and it's it later became more all Kentucky again. But for about the first four, five, six years, Arkansas was in the league. It was 50-50, and Kentucky had never experienced that before. So that, that was really a cool time. You know, that team, the, the 92 team, winning the SEC took an enormous amount out of that team because they were the target it's kind of like what um, Oklahoma and Texas are going to face when they come in the SEC. Hey, welcome to the league. We're going to do everything we can to make sure you feel unwelcome every time you play. Right. Uh, we want to beat you. Arkansas came in having won three straight Southwest Conference yep. tournaments, three Southwest Conference championships, Final Four in 1990, a, uh, Elite Eight in 1991 with maybe the best team Nolan ever had, even better than the national championship team, I think. Uh, but and so that's what they were coming in with with this high reputation. Yeah, how about that? Everybody wanted to beat them. Everybody wanted to beat them. And Arkansas won the regular season championship that year, and that's probably the most underappreciated accomplishment of Nolan's entire time there. Because you think a national championship and three Final Fours and all the great teams he had, but that team won the SEC when it had it was targeted every game they played. So um, I, I salute them, and, and it, they wore them out. They got the NCAA tournament, lost in the second round to Memphis, and it was a better, much better team than that. Yeah, how about that? And then it, then it made the transition, Rick, to where it showed a young Corliss Williams at, at Russellville High School, and uh, yeah. just, and he, he told the story I'd never heard. He said that he met 
uh, Nolan Richardson at a gas station. Yeah, right. And and Nolan has said, "How big a shoe do you wear?" And Corliss said, 15, And he invited him to a camp. I, I had no idea that's how the yeah. initial relationship started. That was the first one. I, you know, let's see. I wasn't doing drive time sports then. But, no. Um, but I was. You'd hear things about guys. And I was still at the athletic department, and I heard about this eighth grader who tore down a backboard. You know, he shattered a backboard with a dunk. And I thought, an eighth grader did that? Well, that was Corliss Williamson. And yeah. that was the first time I heard of him. And usually, back then, recruiting wasn't um, – you didn't hear that much about recruits. It wasn't nearly the thing it is today. But you knew there was this guy that was in the eighth grade that Arkansas had to have. And you're thinking five years from now, five years from now, you got to have this guy. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. You think of that. And then it was interesting, too. Part of the story, too, they, I don't know if you heard it, Roger. I can't remember what the game was. We lost to North Carolina, uh, and Eric Montross was the center. And he, and he said because of that, that Nolan went out and got, he said, you know. Robinson Dw- and Wilson. Yeah. Right. But, but you also said Dwight. Um, Stewart. Stewart, he said that too. They didn't mention Robinson. They just mentioned Lee Wilson. I think it was a mistake by then. They mentioned Lee Wilson and 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 Dwight. Dwight Stewart was on the team that lost yeah. to North Carolina. Yes, yeah, that was that was it was in the uh, it was in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, at uh, in New Jersey, at the Meadowlands, and North Carolina won the national championship that year. That was '93, and Arkansas. So Corliss was a freshman. Scotty was a freshman. You know, Corliss missed several games that year with an injury early in the year, and Scotty kind of carried the Razorbacks at that point. Uh, but you also had Daryl Hawkins and Robert Shepard. So wow. there were two, two seniors that were veterans. Stewart and Beck were sophomores. And um, so it was a young team other than Hawkins and Shepard. And that team, that's that was the first team that uh, first time Kentucky came to Fayetteville. They played at Barnhill. And I remember Rick Patino saying, oh, an arena doesn't make that big a difference. And Arkansas won the game. Kentucky was number two. And Arkansas won the game in overtime. And Patino went back to Kentucky and said, we need to create an atmosphere like that. Wow, how about Kentucky that? Kentucky needed to create an atmosphere wow. like that. So that team did. They won two games in the NCAA, played North Carolina in the Sweet 16, and were right there. I mean, it was a it was a tight game. I think North Carolina maybe hit a shot with less than a minute to go to give them a, enough to win by. And Arkansas's players were crushed. They thought they were better than North Carolina. And North Carolina won the national championship. Hmm. So Nolan knew he had to get some taller guys, so he, he went and recruited Darnell Robinson out of California, Lee Wilson out of Texas, and neither of them turned out to be great players. Right. Right. But they were good enough to give Arkansas size to help them win. And you think about 95 when Arkansas was very fortunate to get back to the Final Four. Lee Wilson was a star in the first two games of the NCAA that year. Mm-hmm. When they barely beat Texas Southern and barely beat Syracuse, Lee Wilson basically was one of the difference makers. So, well, you, uh, you, you, Robinson you, you, was uh, uh, number one player out of California, yeah. wasn't he? All-time scorer. Yeah, he was a McDonald's yeah. All-America, but yeah. he was 6'11", and he'd rather take jump shots than play underneath. Right, that's, that's, right, right. He, now, he blocked some shots, and he did some good, no no doubt about that. But, yeah, that uh, size being on the inside with those two guys, that did make a difference but, uh, yes. just because of that. The great memory, too, it showed that I've forgotten is that that night, you come back, and I've forgotten that's, that's, that's how far that UNC ended up winning the national championship. But then we were number one for nine weeks in a row uh, yeah. in that 93-94 season. And it just talked about them getting to the, the championship game. It shows a great shot by Scotty. And the, the big thing they, 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 that, that made it really compelling at the beginning of it, they showed the sports reporters. So the sports reporters was a great show that would come on Sunday mornings. And yep. Mitch Album, 
I forget who was the host there, but I asked, what do you think is going to happen with Arkansas and Duke tomorrow night? He said, I think the smarter team will win. Yeah, and he well, said, yeah. and he said Corliss Williamson last night on the documentary said it pissed us off. That was his exact yeah. words. He said, right. he's in, in, in he Cor- said, we were, we're there. Yeah. We're in a championship Cor- game. Cor- Corliss also said, he said, you know, that you might could read some racial, you know, undertones sure, to sure, that yeah. comment. But he said yeah. it pissed us off. And uh, and then Roger, then you get in the game, and Roger brought up a good point that, that we I forgot that we were down, got down by 10. You know, yeah. in that game, and and then it, but, I did too. And I then did. and then it said, Nolan called him back. He said he said I, I, he didn't get out of chalkboard. He said I don't need a chalkboard. He said I just told him to do what you do in practice. He, and, and I think Scotty Scotty said he was calm. He said he wasn't loud. He said the comment. He just said do what we do in practice, and that's the forty minutes of hell. And, and um, Daniel yeah, the, the stealing, and it all said, and then uh, for Scotty to get that chance, and it just it was really, and then obviously win the national championship. What's even crazier that they, 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 yeah they didn't talk about that because they went on to other things. But yeah, that we came right back and we're in the national championship game again. I, I think people don't realize how difficult that yeah, is yeah. to oh, yeah. do. Target on the back again. I hate to yeah. tell you, this is. I, I I just have to tell you up front. I, I give God credit for anything that I do in my life. I can remember specifically in that game against Duke. The first half was played at Duke's pace. It was played at Duke's pace. When Duke came out and ran out to that 10 nothing lead. When we came back, I remember specifically saying to Mike Nail, and again, this is where I have to, because we were doing the game. I give the Lord credit. He gives you insights maybe that you'd never have. I said, this game has turned in Arkansas's favor. The game is being played at the pace Arkansas wants to play. Yeah. You don't have to worry about a 10-point deficit. And if I'm not mistaken, within a minute, Arkansas had cut it to two. I yeah, mean, it was, amazing. Because the game was played that fast. Yep. And, and that's what we needed. That's what Arkansas needed. But the first half was a crawl. And the second half, it sped up. And that was to Arkansas's advantage. And, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, anyway, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure we'll show it again. It's fantastic. It's, I think it's called Southern Hoops, the history of Southern SEC basketball on the SEC network. Yeah. Do you want to thank Edwards Food Giant for sponsoring Rick's Call every week? Yeah, Rick, yeah. Uh, obviously, a lot of things going on on the Hill this past weekend. You yeah. got baseball, softball, track and field, basketball. You got Tennessee tonight, who I don't think we've ever won at Tennessee. I know that. Well, I, I know that Must yeah. has never won. Maybe it's Must a, is yeah, Must only, has never won. Only, only five times since Arkansas has been in the league, so it's been a tough place to win. They can win tonight. Now it's going to be Senior Night, I'm sure, for Tennessee. I guess it is. I'm guessing they don't play at home Saturday, so you know they'll have all the emotion and all that. They've lost five of their last seven games. Mm-hmm. Now they beat South Carolina by forty something, but they did that earlier this year too. Uh, South Carolina shouldn't play Tennessee this year. They got beat by forty twice. So uh, Arkansas can win this game. Shouldn't be discouraged by what happened uh, Saturday. Make a few free throws, they win that game. But none, and, and Alabama, uh, I know Alabama lost at Tennessee, but Alabama's a better team than Tennessee is. So they've got a chance to win tonight. I don't know what the scenario is with the NCAA. Arkansas's NET is 14. Nobody can, nobody can understand that. Okay? I know. If you're, if I know. you're 14, then you ought to be a four seed. But everything you see, Lenardi, who's the the expert, has Arkansas as an eight or a nine every time you look up. So I don't get that. But so what if Arkansas lost both games this week? Right. They would be losing to two quadrant one teams. Right. But they'd be eight and ten in the SEC. Could they still get in? I don't know the answer to that. So the safe bet is win at least one and maybe two of these games. That'd be big. Arkansas is playing well enough to do that. They've won some games on the road. They almost beat Alabama on the road. I think tonight would be the real breakthrough game because, and you, you've heard it said, and people call our show, they probably call your show, and Pat Bradley said it last night on our show, and that is 
once Arkansas gets in the NCAA, yeah. the Razorbacks can beat anyone. That's right. That's right. Uh, all bets are off. That's exactly they could right. Be the number yep. one seed. Yep, they could. And who is a number one seed? If Arkansas is that close to Alabama and Tuscaloosa, and they're going to be a number one seed, is Houston better than Alabama? Alabama beat Houston at Houston. Uh, is Kansas that good? I don't know. I think everybody's beatable this year. There's nobody that you look at and say, boy, I'd hate to play them. So I think Arkansas will have a chance when they get in the NCAA if they get there, but it sure would be better to win at yep. least one game this week to yep. make sure. be nice. It would be very nice. I did want to ask you just because you too, from a historical perspective, so the, the track team, not many people talk about track, but track is the most yeah. decorated program at Arkansas. And maybe – one of the most dominant sports programs in the history of college athletics, of any sport of any type, the domination that John McDonald had. And then Lance Harder, who is retiring 44 league championships. He won his ninth indoor in a row and has got his name on the the track now, Rick. You know, it's – it's amazing what Lance Harder has done, and I, I do believe in the statue system. I believe Nolan Richardson should have a statue outside the arena, not just the court named after him, because you got a statue for John McDonald and a statue for Frank Broyles. Sure, yep. Lance Harder deserves a statue, but then you have to say, okay, well, so does so does Bucknam, the, the track, men's track coach. Um, he's won two national championships. Anywhere else, winning two <laughs> national championships, <laughs> I know. you would be so – he's yeah. won 29 – 29 conference championships in the SEC. Sometimes it's harder to win the SEC than it is yeah. to win the Nationals. You'll see him win the NCAA, win the SEC, and another SEC team will win the Nationals. And, of course, depth will win you a conference championship. You need great individuals to win a national championship. And so, yes, he's won 29. Yeah, no, so, 29. so, Rick, let me, let, me get this, let me get this straight, because the men won their fourth consecutive indoor yeah. and their 26th. Of 32 years of winning yeah. the indoor. Of 32 yeah. years they've been in the SEC, they've won it 26 years. Right. It's nuts. That's right. So it, so it is pretty amazing. But, you know, the, the problem was, and I used to have conversations with John all the time, you know, oh, we don't get the coverage we need and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I had to bear the brunt of that. Yeah. But, but the point was, I said, John, here's the, here's the point. He says, we don't get what baseball does. I said, John, here's what you have to understand. Baseball plays 31 or 32 home games every year. All of your great accomplishments are not done in Arkansas. Good, good point. Our, our, that's a good point. Our fans don't see that, you. That's a good point. Because he loved going to the pen relays. Well, the pen yep. relays, Arkansas was treated like they were treated like royalty, but Arkansas fans weren't at the pen relays, so they never. So I think that's part of why it's underappreciated. But I've I've shared many times. I said if if the Lord hadn't come in another three hundred years and the uh, archaeologists are digging around in Fayetteville, and they uncover this thing that some coach won 42 national championships, <laughs> they're going to say that wasn't possible. No human could have done that because he, he was amazing. And, you know, the interesting thing was other coaches would study him and use his techniques but could never win like he did. Yeah. It, he, it, there was something – obviously he was like a Lombardi or a rock knee. Yeah. He just had something special. Another one we, we got to get before we let you go – Dave Van Horn uh, breaks the 800 win mark, and now he's still behind uh, Coach DeBron, which I think is around 1,100, I think, but still a pretty impressive accomplishment for Dave, who was a player under uh, um, Coach. Think about this. This this will blow your mind. Okay, so 1968, I believe, was Norm DeBron's first year. 1968 gets further away from us every year. That is, uh, do the quick math, what's that, 45 years ago? 
in 45 years, Arkansas has had two baseball coaches. Yeah, it's crazy. Two, and and both of them have been amazing. Now, Norm had to start from scratch. Uh, they were playing at the old fairgrounds. It was a dump. Uh, the first time, first time Texas right. ever came there, they laughed at it. They, they were laughing. You know, you got to be kidding me. This is where you play home games. Then they went to Bomb Stadium. Now we play in the best baseball park in America. So, but when Dave came, even Bomb Stadium, which is now Bomb Walker, was not what it is today. It was beautiful. It was great for its time. It was it was a way ahead of its time. But then it's expanded since then, and it's absolutely fantastic. So, you know, he keeps doing it year after year after year. Hope the bullpen gets a little better this year. That that's going to be important. Right. Uh, he's got a couple of good, really good starting pitchers, but. Uh, Arkansas has got a chance again this year. Got a good offensive team, fun team to watch. Yeah, I like hearing the stories from Baz on uh, how uh, uh, he tells the story about how Coach Burrell said we'll keep the baseball field way out that way, how far away it was from everything else back in the day. Yeah, I, I was shocked when he told me they were going to put that base, the, the new one out there. I thought, yeah. I thought, oh, that's a horrible decision. I know that's, but he had the vision to realize it was not that big of a deal to drive that far out there. Right, right. Plus, you got to have parking. That's right. And look at the parking they have. And, 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 of course, then they build the indoor track right next to it. So it's great to have parking for both facilities. Uh, are you are, are, are you glad, Rick, that you don't because you don't do social media, do you? No, I, I look at it, but I never. Post do you, on you it. do you do you do Facebook? You have a Facebook page. IG. You know, I don't really look at Facebook very often. I look at Twitter and LinkedIn. And, so you do you, you do uh, have I never a post. you do have a Twitter. <laughs> That's so Rick. I love it. Rick, I never post. I never post. Well, you know, I, that, uh, good for you. Good for you, Rick. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. It's like being Look. off the – when we're forced off the grid because we're out of uh, phone service, for, uh, but not by any choice of our own, it's such a relief to do that. One of these days when we're off of it uh, and don't have it's to – nice. right, it, it, It's nice. It's very nice. Here's the way I look at it. I, I learned some things because mm-hmm. – and, and you guys probably do it too. Before you go on the show, you look at Twitter to see you haven't missed yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. check all the websites and things like that, but – all it takes is one post. So here's, <clears throat> I've never looked at uh, the uh, message boards. Never looked at them one time. Right. Except one time it was shown to me when I was working at Springdale Schools, and we got into a discussion about Mitch Mustaine. And I didn't think I said anything derogatory about him, but some of the Springdale people thought I did. Uh, and um, so it happened. my boss, Dr. It's- Rollins, called me in and showed me 40 pages from a message board that somebody had handed him. <laughs> wow. And I mean, the old I mean, message board days. They, yeah. were, they, were ready, they were ready to lynch me. They were yeah. ready. I mean, there were some that were really vile. And yeah. that's the only time I've ever seen it. So I don't look at them because I figure sh- sh- there are people out there, I'm sure, that don't like me. Well, why do I need to? And we have, you know we, what, we Rick, have to... Rick, I tell Baz that same thing. We've got one, our, our first Arkansas Bacon Trust text line. We get to go back and forth with folks because they text us. And it's great to have that conversation. Yeah. There's yeah. another message board. Well, you, is... Listen, Rick, Rick, do you have? Do you see that on drive time? Do you, do you look at your text line or the? No, I can't see it. Ra- okay. Randy can see it. The only, I can, uh, when Randy's off, I can. I can look at the call board on my computer yeah, here, yeah. but I can't get the text well, line. Well, the other one is vile. I mean, you talk about some right. of that. I mean, there's people on there that have obviously uh, uh, not on their meds, and, and they're just, <laughs> just me. But anyway, that's out of the way. I learned well, a couple I'll, of I'll just, Hey, I'll just share with you guys. <clears throat> Anybody that's out there listening that is ripping me to shreds on, on social media or anything else, 
You can do it, but I never see it. So <laughs> it's not bothering me at all. Well, right. I know Rick had thought the baseball field was a dump. Darnell, Rob- uh, Darnell Robinson <laughs> would want to take outside shots. Rick, I met some people that told me a great story about you, and, 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 and surely you must remember them. Candy Wilkerson from uh, uh, the old Lucky 7 uh, restaurant years ago <laughs> used to provide meals for the team and all that, and she spoke highly of you. You remember her? I remember the Lucky Seven. I sure do. I, I'm trying to picture that in my mind. But uh, Lucky they seven. were bringing the meals, and then everybody wanted yeah. to get involved with it, from uh, uh, from Joe Klein to Mary Beth and all these wow. other restaurants and all that. And you went that the y'all the, 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 the team yes. went that way, yep, and then you yep, called yep. her back. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. Well, wow. here's yeah, I would have uh, thought of that if you hadn't brought it up. Well, she you. she spot that their, their new re, their restaurant, Capital Smokehouse and Grill. They sponsor Wally Force every yeah. weekend, oh, every every good, Monday, good. absolutely. They're, they're and they people. spoke highly of you, which is uh, a no brainer. Uh, Thank you. Rick, here's what one of our, our buddies, Randy, says. Uh, Rick's segment is the fastest in radio. It's over too soon. So entertaining. <laughs> it is, Rick. All right, Rick. Thank you so much. Great all stuff. Right. We'll Thank talk you, to you Rick. next week. Thank you. Go Hogs. All right. Thank see you, fella. Thanks to Edwards Food Giant for sponsoring Well, they're him. the meat people, Baz, the meat people. is who they are.